Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Uh, you're with me, Scott. Hope you've had a great week out there. Um, it's been all right over here. It's been, you know, a week of ups and downs. Uh, I apologize for this um, podcast being a little bit late this week, guys. We've got fucking slammed with some heavy-ass rain over the weekend, and uh, some of it kind of blew in and fucked up my amplifier. Sorry about that. The dog's barking at something. What's up, Sil? It's usually nothing. Yes, yeah, so anyway, some uh, fucking rain kind of blew into my patio here, and uh, I have like a nice little outdoor um, stereo system, and it kind of got into my amplifier and fucked it up. Uh, so I had to pull that apart and fix it over the last few days because um, there's a bunch of new music that I really wanted to check out or listen to a little bit more than I had. And uh, I don't like listening to music on headphones, guys. That's not how I do it. Um, I mean, I, ha- I have a like a system inside. That's fine. I normally just use it for records and stuff like that. Um, but as far as like really trying to get into music, I like you know smoking cigarettes, hanging out with some drinks outside, listening on a good system. Um, or in my car, I can't do the headphones thing, you know, fucking, I need bass to hit me right in the fucking bowels, you know? Um, and if I can't feel that, then it's not really doing the thing I want it to do. So I don't really like headphones as far as music is concerned. Uh, so I had to fix that so I could check out these tracks again, because there's a couple of new albums. Last episode, uh, I'd only really checked out some little bits and bobs. Uh, we talked about, um, what's it called? A uh, vodka juice box. And that's pretty much all I'd listened to, but there was a whole backlog of new music that I needed to check out, so I wanted to do a good job of it and listen through a couple of times, so I apologize for that. I had to fix my amplifier. I had to open it up and fucking spray it out, clean it out, and then it came back to life, so, uh, you know, it was a bit of a blessing. But yeah, we've been in a bit of a weird situation here in Perth. I mean, the sun's back out, the weather's all fine and everything. Uh, we've come out of lockdown, and we're into this sort of transition phase um, that has been touted as kind of common sense laws. That's that's the way our premier, a guy named Mark McGowan, um, he's our leader of the state, and uh, all the new restrictions that are in the transition period are all based on common sense, guys. It's just common sense about mask wearing, um, and this this phrase has been touted all over the place. It's just the common sense laws, guys. Um, even though the laws themselves seem to lack a little bit of common sense. I don't know about you guys, but I I, I think common sense kind of means that there is some trace of logic or reason there that's easy enough for the average folk to grasp on. Does that make sense? It's just sensical in terms of logic, and it's common, so it's kind of accessible to most people, even the dumbest amongst us. Um, But for the life of me, I couldn't get my head around these guys. So, you know, common sense is common sense. You know, I thought... If you're working in security at a quarantine hotel, um, you shouldn't be able to moonlight as an Uber driver and, you know, take your germs all around the the city. Uh, but apparently you were. But, um, you know, common sense, guys. Common sense. Um, it even turns out that the fucking security guards at those quarantine hotels didn't even have to wear masks, which I would have thought was common sense, but it's not. So, so now that we've sorted all that out and um, turns out, he didn't infect anybody, even his own housemates, with this highly infectious UK strain of coronavirus. Uh, even though he didn't infect anybody, we're still going through these precautions, and they're all common sense precautions, guys. So just mask the fuck up. Um, you know, it's just it's just common sense. If you're walking your dog alone in a park, wear a fucking mask. 
right? It's common sense. Wear a mask if you're out in public. Wear a mask if you're walking your dog at a park by yourself and there's no one around for, for fucking hundreds and hundreds of meters. Wear a fucking mask. But you know what? If you're at a packed wedding taking photos, take the mask off. Because that's common sense. Right, guys? These are the instructions of the Premier. This is the common sense laws that we're talking about. Being alone, wear a mask. Being in a big crowd of strangers that have probably, you know, wished you uh, well once or twice in your life and you're all huddling together for a photograph, don't wear a mask because it'll ruin the photo. That's just common sense. Come on. I know it's a pandemic going on, but you don't want to ruin a fucking photo, right? That's common sense. Jesus. And I don't know if you've been to a uh, a, a wedding recently, but pretty much the entire wedding is a photo shoot, so I don't I don't know what's going on there. But you know, it's just common sense. You know, if uh, if if you're a single person out there and uh, your partner is, um, well, not single, but you're in a relationship and your partner and, and and yourself don't live together, you're allowed to come around. You're allowed to have up to fifteen people around your house, and once they're inside your house, they don't have to wear masks. Common sense, of course. So you know, you can have your your girlfriend around, your boyfriend around. Swap some spit, have a little bit of fun times or whatever. No mask required, of course. Common sense. But then if you guys get in the car together, you better wear a fucking mask. Even if the windows are up. That's just common sense, isn't it, guys? Come on, give us a break here. Common sense laws going on. And, you know, we, we've all started back at, 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 at work and everything's sort of fired back up. The kids are all back at school. Um, and if you're a kid in school, if you're in primary school, you don't have to wear a mask. If you're in high school, you have to wear a mask as a student. And as a teacher, you have to wear a mask if you're walking between classes. And here in Australia, well, at least here in Perth, um, most schools are kind of like a, like a university campus. So there's lots of little buildings scattered out. So when you're walking between buildings, you're out in the sunshine, you're out in the open. Uh, teachers, you better fucking wear a mask walking between buildings, right? You better fucking wear a mask. It's just common sense. But once you're teaching, you can take the mask off because people can't hear you if you've got your mask on. So while you're projecting the most, spinning and projecting the most, don't wear a mask. It's just common sense, guys, right? So that's what's going on here in Perth is uh, we're seeing the death of common sense. And I reckon this fucking premier, uh, Mark McGowan, should never be allowed to use the phrase common sense again in his fucking life. Um, because there is nothing sensical about it. I don't really get it, but it is what it is, guys. Just fucking common sense, right? You know how it works. Just if you think it should be reasonable to wear a mask in this situation, don't. And if it's absolutely arbitrary, wear it. That's the common sense. We're in the upside-down world here, guys. Um, but anyway, all that aside, I was able to fucking... Uh, Get in some new music this week because there was a ton of it out there. And so I kind of just focused on like uh, like three albums. We'll talk about three albums today, all right, guys? Um, the first one uh, is from the Foo Fighters. Did you guys check it out? Uh, Medicine at Midnight is the name of the album by the great Foo Fighters. And I got to tell you guys, fucking no one in the world has a serious problem with the Foo Fighters. They're not like one of these bands that you either love or hate, like a Nickelback or something like that. Like just everybody's just okay with the fucking Foo Fighters, right? You either love them or you think they're okay. No one hates this band, right? Um, and it's probably one of the most confusing bands to me, and uh, I'll get into that a little bit. But anyway, the fucking album was great. It was just a happy, fun, typical Dave Grohl uh, album. If you don't know, Dave Grohl is a singer of the Foo Fighters, a guitar player, but he was also the drummer for Nirvana. And this is where I'm a little bit confused, guys. Um, like, you think, think about Nirvana. Think about what they represented. Think about what the fuck, 
was going on with that band, the the grunge scene. Like it was a fuck you to society. It was um all uh, filled with teenage angst and depression and fucking um, drug abuse and just oh my god, like they, it was edgy, it was new, it was raw, blah blah blah. And fucking Dave Grohl's their drummer, obviously knew Kurt Cobain really well, all that sort of stuff. I mean, they were in a fucking band together. They they wrote some great music together, all that sort of shit. And then all of a sudden, the Foo Fighters come out, and it's literally the exact opposite, right? Dave Grohl is like the nicest, most fucking wholesome guy in rock music he's, he's gorgeous he's, he's beautiful he's like fucking like barney the dinosaur fucking in human form he's just a ray of sunshine right and i don't know i don't really understand how the fuck he came from nirvana some of the edgiest shit some of the the most raw angstiest emotional fuck you kind of music to uh to foo fighters and it is what it is guys but come on you know that, that's the thing I'm confused about. It's like Dave Grohl's about as fucking edgy as a tennis ball. There is a whole bunch of <laughs> of great missed opportunities with that guy. He could have he could have come out of the gate as one of these uh, super upset, super like going to take Nirvana to the next level of what Nirvana should have been. Uh, but he didn't. He, he did the the pop rock thing, and it's harmless, harmless music. What do I mean by harmless music? I mean it's uh, it doesn't take many risks. Um, and that's fine. That's good. I mean, that's that's safe. And uh, yeah, it was great. Medicine at Midnight. It was more of a rocky album, I would say, than a fucking like pop rock punk sort of album, like uh, like some of their older stuff sort of is. So it had some more like like bluesy elements to it and all that sort of shit. Um, in fact, there was one song on there that really stood out to me. What's the name of the song? It's called uh, No Son of Mine. Because I listened to this song and like I could hear these influences from all these other bands. Like I could hear a very like like motorheady kind of, of riff. And then when they get into it, it's kind of almost Ramstein-y, which is a, a weird marriage, obviously. But but listen to the track, you'll kind of understand what I mean. And then the vocals in there, like like Dave Grohl does this little thing that um is just so fucking Kurt uh James Hetfield from Metallica. Like, um so obviously the song's called No Son of Mine, but then singing the the word mine, he does like the whole mine, mine sort of thing, which is a fucking James Hetfield thing. It was cool listening to that because you could hear all these influences all the way through. But the album was fun as fuck, guys. Um, harmless. Harmless, no big risks. Um, it's going to sit in its pocket and it's going to do it well and it's well produced and um, sounds great. It doesn't really take you on too much of a journey, but it, it sits in its, its own little space there. So check it out. It's called Medicine at Midnight by the Foo Fighters. It's a pretty fucking good album. Um, what surprised me, like with all these albums that I um, that I checked out this week, there was something weird going on with like the length of the entire album. Like I don't know when when I grew up, I don't know what do you guys think? How long should a fucking album be? I always used to think like an hour worth of music is an album, right? Fifty minutes to an hour, something like that. That's that's a, that's a good album, you know. Uh, Metallica would do that in eight tracks. Um, some some other like sort of shorter song bands like like a Millencolin or something like that would maybe have seventeen songs on the album or something like. Either way, it would fill up about that fifty minutes to an hour. This fucking Foo Fighters album was like 36, 37 minutes long. It's crazy. And and, and then the next album I checked out um, was even shorter. Um, so speaking of the fucking nineties pop 
sort of punky sort of scene, the fucking uh, Weezer bought out a new album. You guys remember Weezer? Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> anyway, Weezer have been around since the fucking 90s, like maybe 93, 94, I think their first album came out, I remember. Something like that. But anyway, they bought out a new album um, called OK Human. And, um, dude, it, it, it comes in at fucking like 30 minutes. The entire album is half an hour. It's like that built-in inflation thing, or that like hidden inflation, I should say. Uh, you know how like like chocolate bars are the same price, but they're lighter and lighter every fucking year. You know, they so they skim something off. So you're paying full price for this album, but you're only getting thirty minutes worth of music from these guys. But it is what it is, and they called the album OK Human, and I thought that was an obvious reference to Radiohead's album OK Computer. Because there's not many albums out there that start with the words OK something. An OK computer, OK human. I mean, it, it, it seems like they definitely got to be aware of fucking Radiohead's masterpiece, right? Um, apparently not, because the album's definitely not in that standard. Uh, but it is what it is, guys. It's a fucking fine Weezer album. It's just happy. It's just poppy. It's boring. Um, it's all those things that that music kind of encompasses. Uh, go ahead and check it out, because I did a few times. I really tried to like it, guys. And there were some fun fucking songs in there. There were some real fun times, but um, kind of got lost in the, in the just the mundanity of the the music itself. I don't know. I was never a Weezer fan anyway, so it's not like I've got a standard to compare them to. I'm just trying to listen to this fresh and just see what the fuck this is doing for me. It's my stupid opinion, guys. Come on. Um, but yeah, calling it OK Human as an obvious reference to a, a genius Radiohead album. Um, it was a little bit of a stretch for me and a little bit insulting to Radiohead fans, I would say. But it, it is what it is, guys. So fucking check it out if you can, if you've got the time. Check out Weezer's OK Human album. It comes in at 30 minutes, so it's not going to take up much of your time. It's not going to take a, a, a whole day to get your head around this album. Anyway, apart from that, there was another album that I did check out this week. There, there was actually a whole bunch that I meant to. And I'll probably talk about them um, next episode. Like Odette bought out a new album and there's some other things along that vein that I want to check out. Um, but I thought, uh, you know, I'll try and theme this a little bit with a bit more of a, a punky, rocky sort of theme um, with the Foo Fighters and Weezer. Um, you know, both being kind of 90s-ish sort of pop punky kind of outfits. I don't even know if you'd call Weezer that. I don't know what the fuck you'd call Weezer. Um, I just call them safe, right? Yeah, not taking any risks with that music there. Uh, although they did kind of in this album, but, but you know, it's not the fucking genius of, of Radiohead or whatever. But anyway, um, the third album I wanted to talk about today uh, was by a local Perth band called the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. You guys ever heard of these guys? You fucking should check them out because they are a little different to those other two that we talked about. Um, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets are um, a, a Perth-based outfit. I don't think the guys are actually from Perth. Actually, I know for a fact not all of them are. Because uh, their guitarist, Jack, he used to be a bartender at um, what was my local bar, li literally across the street from me um, when I was living in Scarborough Beach, um, a fucking Perth institution called the Indie Bar, uh, which is like a dive bar that's been there for fucking ever. Um, I used to go play pool there every day, uh, drink, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, Jack was a, a bartender there, chatted to him a whole bunch, obviously knew about his band. And then all of a sudden, the band just fucking blew up. It was all over our um our big uh you know underground radio station Triple J, uh their, their 
like fucking sponsoring the hell out of this, or at least uh, promoting the hell out of this, I should say. It's a great album, guys. Um, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. The album is called Shiger, The Sunlight Mound. Shiger, The Sunlight Mound. Um, so, obviously, guys, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, the kinds of sounds they make, the names of their albums, obviously there's drugs involved. I mean, it'd be a fucking great scam if these guys were all, like, sober Christians. Uh, but I, I really doubt it, you know, with the kind of artwork that we got um, and the imagery that we're, we're seeing from this band. But check out the fucking album. It's this uh, great sort of like indie-ish, prog rock, synthy kind of vibe. Like um, if you've ever uh, listened to Tame, Tame Impala, which is another Perth outfit, uh, you know how they've got that kind of distortion on the vocals, um, a lot of psychedelic sort of chaos sounds, but then just some wicked-ass um, riffage. Not riffage in like the fucking heavy, heavy sense of chunky riffs, but just um, hooky hooky parts right excuse me so uh, this album was fun as fuck and it was by far the most creative album i've heard uh at least in a few weeks and it's just i don't know it ticks a lot of boxes for me um has a lot of great sounds has a lot of weird like um like like 8 bit 16 bit sounds so like sounding uh, sort of like um like an old video game soundtrack but they're kind of used as embellishments over just like saturated fuzz guitars and these distorted vocals and, and you know, driving rhythms. And it's a, it's a fucking fantastic album, guys. Check it out. I've been waiting for this one because I've seen it being um, sort of, uh, you know, teased a little bit over the last few weeks um, and months. And, you know, it's come out on, on vinyl and uh, I, I might get it. You know, it has to be a really good album start to finish for me to bother getting it on vinyl. I don't want to just have like one or two tracks on that because it's really hard to skip songs when you're playing a record. Uh, but it is what it is, guys. So fucking psychedelic porn crumpets, fucking incredible little band. I don't, I don't remember them taking off massively in Perth. So they, it might have been one of those things that they they went on tour and got big or all that sort of stuff. I have to look into the history a little bit more. But um, yeah, really good album. Definitely check it the fuck out because uh. It's definitely worth it, and you got to support the local guys, you know? Fucking here in Perth, we're in the backwaters of civilization, literally the most isolated uh, city in the world. And, uh, this is, you know, I, I always say that um, Perth is where culture comes to die because we really have no identity or no culture of our own. Um, we're kind of just this mixed bag of bullshit. Um, but from that emerges some fucking great music, guys. Uh, I reckon we are severely over represented in terms of great musicians as far as our population goes and our isolation goes you know we've got great bands like fucking like i said T tame impala psychedelic porn crumpets come from here fucking carnival comes from here um what's what's another big one the fucking eskimo joe they're from here um there were some there were some great fucking bands that have come out of this little shitty town of ours um and uh, psychedelic porn crumpets are one of them check them the fuck out guys it's gonna be fun so anyway Back into the episode for today, I've uh, got some music for you. I think over the next few episodes, I'm going to give you guys like um, all the little original tracks that we've dragged out of these old jams um, from really long ago. I'm going to start sort of compiling them a bit and just putting a few up, you know, ones that I've already put up, but I'm just going to put them up again, refresh your memory on them, um, just to sort of summarize it all so then we can get started on a new chapter into the new year which hasn't started yet because let's face it the new year doesn't feel like it's really started yet 
So hopefully in a, in a month or so, we'll get the fucking ball rolling on all that. Um, but I did find one more track that I haven't shown you guys yet. Uh, and I cannot find where the fuck it existed as, an, as, a, as a raw improv jam as far as the old episodes go. So it might be one of those things that we recorded and I didn't put it up as an episode or I just couldn't fucking find it and skipped over it or it changed. But I do remember recording a bu- the, like, these parts a bunch of times in different forms just to experiment a little bit with some rhythms and shit. Uh, but I can't find them. So I'm sorry. So I'm just going to give you the actual song that came out of it, which is a very simple, very straightforward song. Probably the, like the, the safest song while we're talking about safe songs. Uh, the safest song out of the whole bunch. And uh, remember, if you're out there and you fucking like it and you're a singer or you're a musician of some sort and you think there's something you could add to it, help us the fuck out. Like, reach out. You can email me. Um, Scott at the Jam Room Podcast. No, that's not even the address. It's just scott at thejamroom.com.au. Um, on Twitter, it's at Jam Room Podcast. Instagram at Jam Room Podcast. Reach out, follow along, um, get involved. The more you guys interact, um, the more I can shape this. And, you know, I'm still finding my voice on here, guys. I have no idea. This is just some piece of shit that I do just for fun for nobody. I might just be screaming into the wind here. Uh, but it is what it is. And I'm having fun with it. And uh, so th- this little track, it's, um, it's got some neat little parts. I kind of like the way that we voiced some of these little jabby chords just because they've got the chunky th- like thud of the low end. But then they've also got like this chirp of um, some like artificial harmonics sort of all like layered in. So you kind of get hit in the face with some things. Uh, but we kind of maybe fell off the rails, kind of kept it probably a bit too safe, like I said. Even though I think the whole ending's in some fucked up time signature, but you barely notice. It sounds fine. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, and again, I do apologize for being late this week. It was, uh, you know, I can't listen to music unless I'm fucking really into it. And so I need to be outside with cigarettes and beers and just like having this pretty loud with a nice subwoofer and all that sort of shit. My amplifier fucked up, but I've got it fixed. So I've caught up. So it shouldn't happen again, guys. So you'll hear from me uh, sooner than last time because we'll get back on track next week. All right. Enjoy yourselves out there, guys. Remember, fucking put your masks on. It's just fucking common sense. Ugh, of course. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Podcast.